Hey everybody and welcome to How Could This Show Be Bad? I am as always your host, Mike, my co-host in-house, in Spider House, Stephen Montenegro. <laughs> Spider House! Woo! Welcome to the Spider House, everybody. It's like you're inside here with us in audio form. Bringing a little bit of energy to the, it's like, to the project. It's like if the spider room had a window um, and there was a string sticking out of that window, on either end of the string would be a tin can. And each one of those two tin cans would be both in the spider room and in your home. So but would it make a sound? Is our audience the little rascals? Is that what, is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Bringing in I, the little rascals references. Other oh, sorry, yeah, Dan. That was, that was inappropriate entry. I should have. I imagine it. that our audience is mostly comprised of the surviving members <laughs> of, of the, the little, little rascals. rascals. I, I are there surviving? Members I feel like of the they're probably rascals? all old enough that they're just like comatose. And you know how uh, you know how we spent a whole lot of time appealing to the mischievous adult-assisted living home worker demographic, I imagine that they would just put us on, put us on headphones and make the comatose members of the Little Rascals listen to us. I don't think it's biologically conceivable any of the Little Rascals are still alive. When was the Little Rascals on? Like the 30s, right? Yeah, but they were little. Yeah, but they were like... Some of those had to be Hollywood midgets. Yeah, but even still, oh, those uppity Hollywood midgets. <laughs> yeah, I, I I prefer my midgets from flyover country. Uh, you know, Iowa midgets, right? Dakota midgets, South Dakota midgets. I, I mean, oceanic midgets, little people. Oceanic midgets. What? Like from Oceania, the region? Is that a region? Yeah. Yeah. Like Australia, New Zealand, Indonesia. Micronesia, oh, Polynesia. Yeah. yeah. Melanesia. All the Nesias. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Do you think when people from those islands see one another, like yeah. walking around, especially not on those islands, they say things like, what up, my Nesia? I hope so. <laughs> I'm glad someone went there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I have no shame. Right. But no, dude, the Little Rascals was on and like the, existed in like the 30s. So even if they were 30 years old, it is biologically possible that they could still be alive. Yeah, but yeah. they worked in terrible... There were no child labor laws in the film industry then. They probably I don't were, think there were any labor laws then. <laughs> they probably were hard partying. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fatty Arbuckle was constantly sticking them in vaginas and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> That's a thing with Fatty Arbuckle, like shoving that was children, like no, the, the, shoving like children into bottles into vaginas and yeah. children. Yeah, child actors. I was <laughs> I was conflating the thing that he did with bottles mm-hmm. with the fact that they were hard partying in the uh, in the you know entertainment world at the same time in which a guy named Fatty Arbuckle had the possibility of succeeding <laughs> in the entertainment world. You know. The 30s, right. the right. time in which nothing mattered as long as it was newish right. <laughs> and didn't involve Kaisers. Yeah, or didn't remind everyone of the crushing failure of the American economy. Right. Well, we were, we were, we were making a comeback by then, by the end of the 30s. Right, but that's the end of the 30s. <laughs> that's, that's completely different. When did Fatty Arbuckle exist? Was he? I like, didn't even know that was a guy until what? like 20 seconds ago. Jesus Christ, you know nothing. I Literally am, nothing. I am a Let, young... You had never, had you ladies heard and gentlemen the name at home. Fatty Arbuckle? I think so. Because ladies like and, I heard the name. I don't know anything about I have Fatty a, Arbuckle. There was a vague tickle in the back. He, he was like the original Rodney Dangerfield. He was like a fat comedian oh. that like people shit on. Sweaty. Yeah, like he was Chris Farley-ish or uh, Rodney Dangerfield-ish or um, uh, in, a, in a weird way like Bobcat Goldthwait-ish. Really? In that like he was kind of off, you know? Yeah. But like he was a thing. Like, but no, seriously, people at home, I just want, I just want to make this clear. We, the three of us to a certain extent, each kind of play a character on the show here. Like the, these people aren't exactly and entirely us all the time. The one thing, the the little kernel of truth at the core of all of this, though, is that Dan knows about nothing. That, there is literally nothing in the world that Dan has ever heard of. That oh, is not true. That's, yeah, you guys, you guys have your fun little like uh, uh, '90s rappers talk every once in a while. Right. I can name drop. I can drop some names. Yeah, and I politely listen and occasionally chime in when I recognize a name or a thing. 
But like, for the most part, I stay out of it what, because I have no clue what you're talking are about. Are you unfamiliar with, with the members of G-Unit? We can run them down again. We've done this before, <laughs> oh, but I can no. run I, them back no, for No, no, no. I, I did not mean to introduce that as a topic of conversation. <laughs> I'm just giving an example of things that Dan has been able to chime in on. Listen, I spent... But let's return to topics that he has nothing to say about. Yeah, let, no, but I, I do want to introduce a new segment on the show called Dan and Steven... <laughs> Name rappers. <laughs> Just is, list off the names of rappers. I'm sure that would be not be hit. a new segment. No, yeah, that pretty <laughs> must be true. the rehash of the entire series, yeah. the entire run of the, the show, the whole first season, pretty much. Because yeah. right, we're exactly. we're in what season? This is uh, we've been doing this so long. What are we? Season four now? Well, I think we're at season fifteen, actually. Season we, fifteen. We are. We do it like some cable networks. We're it's season fifteen point five. Right. We took a break. All right. And now we're back. Yeah. So we we already marketed the first half on DVD. And then this one will come out in a few months. Yeah, yeah right. Look for it in Best Buys everywhere. Is that what they're doing with Lost? Not is it going to make Walmart. sense? No. Is it going to make sense at the end of the second half? Because we wouldn't censor was that our like shit. A, was that a clever marketing ploy for the end of The Sopranos? Like, he'll finish this sentence at the beginning well, I don't, of the next half No, 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 no. no. Like, the they wouldn't, they, I mean, I, they would, I don't think they'd have, like, hard cutoffs. They would just end like, up. Hard cutoffs? By hard cutoffs, you mean in the middle of a sentence? Yeah. <laughs> Because stop me if I'm wrong, somebody that knows what they're talking about here. The Sopranos. And we'll finish that sentence at the end, <laughs> at the beginning of season, season 16. 16. But The Sopranos ended in the middle of a sentence, right? No, I think it ended in the middle of a meal. By the way, you guys, welcome to season 16. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Woo, season 16. Woo. Wow, oh, dude. We're pumping Dude, these out. That rap party right? for season 15 must have been crazy. <laughs> I don't remember a thing. I know. It's almost like it didn't even happen. We must have blacked out and then immediately just picked up the microphones and started recording again. Because that's how weird, we do. Right? Like, yeah. we were born to record this podcast. Absolutely. Right. It's how we roll. Uh, I uh, I actually, you know, for to, to gear up for season 16. Right. Like, we made some promises to our listeners to, uh, you know... Uh, increase increase the sexiness factor. Oh, we did. Uh, no, I remember that part. I must have. Started. You, uh, Mike, and I were talking about it for a while. We and started then you a whole new ad campaign. I didn't. I didn't eat a lot before the rap party, so maybe we had this conversation. No, no, no. Mike on. and I were talking about it for most of season fifteen. Um, but uh, you eventually uh, just exclaimed, "I don't. I can't believe you don't remember this." But you eventually just exclaimed that you don't know what sexiness is. I was on a lot of quaaludes during season fifteen. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's, that's why it. they call you. Danny Quaaludes. Right. Right. <laughs> like, when, <laughs> when I'm out on the street with my... Or Delude for short. Oh. Wow. Nicely done, sir. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> All right. I don't even have to finish that sentence. <laughs> we'll finish that sentence in season 17. <laughs> Get uh, ready for it. Yeah, it's going to be really good. But for season 16, I wanted to... Sexy uh, 16. Sexy 16, mm-hmm. right? Sixteen candles. I, I do not appreciate that at all. <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to jump on board. Uh, you know some of some of the some of the recent trends. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, in between our rap party, yep, uh, and the beginning of this, I uh, I, I went out and uh, guys, I'm a vampire. What? What? Whoa! Yeah, you. You son of a bitch! Wait, what? we were gonna do that together. Wait a minute, <laughs> Steven, Like you, we discussed how difficult it is to get into the vampire community. It, like you get an opportunity to become a vampire, you just have to take it, it if was, you want it to happen. It was my idea. I said, dude, you know what we should do for season sixteen to make it sexier? We should become vampires. I know, and I did. Wh- yeah, without me. Hold on. What? So. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're, I mean, you are dead. Dude, you are clinically dead. Right well, now. he's dead to me. Right. We'll, I, we'll get to your emotional issues. <laughs> I have a family, a family member has basically just <laughs> told me that they are a walking corpse. I need, I need to kind of I apologize. focus we did, here. I need some. The family kept the funeral kind of small. I'm sorry. There was a funeral? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, yeah, of course there was a funeral. I died. For wow. how? You know, how long? Wait, seems like, wait, how long were you dead before you rose again? Well, I mean, the funeral was during the day. Like, I, I look for all intents and purposes dead during the day. 
That's just the well, my new nature I mean, that you're you, going to have to get used to. I mean, you sparkle a bit. Right. Well, I just thought... Because sure. d- don't think for a fucking second that I will let you become a vampire without me using my idea for sexiness and then be some sort of cool or suave vampire instead of just a shitty Twilight-style <laughs> vampire. No. Well, it, it, it takes several years to, to get up to the, the cool, suave vampire there's a lot of there's a surprising amount of work that goes into the the vampire lifestyle i know i taught you that i had been researching it for months was mom there which oh what at the funeral yeah yeah of course she was dad (laughs) i'm not yes dad was there too like i'm not gonna (laughs) i'm not gonna have a funeral without my parents there like who's gonna be mourning me yeah dude i didn't I didn't know. I thought that was just like a fake funeral that we were doing for you for fun. I didn't know you were actually dead. I yeah, I was it, actually dead. I guess it kind of was, Mike. What? I died. You didn't even. So a- I dead people get funerals. I, just because I'm I coming said, I said nice back things into about unlife, you. I, I said nice things sweet. about you at the funeral. Why? I didn't know that you had jacked my vampire style. I didn't jack anything. You said, let's become vampires, so I went out and did it. I, I can't help that I'm an achiever. God damn it. What? You, you, picked, you picked this to become enterprising about. Well, I just, like, I just was hanging out at night, like, you know, out in sort of like a, you know, cemetery area, but that had a decent amount of foot traffic, like, you know, every once in a while. It was sort of, you know... Honestly, dangerous and kind of scary, but uh, you know, I ended up, I ended up meeting the countess, and uh, you know, she took a liking to me, uh, and uh, you know, we we sort of like, she like noticed like my uh, my my dean shirt from my my dean venture shirt, and like surprisingly enough, she was up on her <laughs> up on her venture brothers. Well, I mean, it's on at night, right? It's and like apparently it's a it's big among vampires, surprisingly enough. So like you know we got to chatting. Well, because they're only killing black killers. <laughs> it's I imagine that it doesn't I doesn't it doesn't share quite the uh, quite the reputation amongst the African American vampire community. Yeah, that's another thing. The, the vampire community surprisingly racist. Really. Like, a community that has origins in Eastern Europe. <laughs> Eastern Europe, where when you enter it, there's a sign that says, Eastern Europe, home of the pogrom, one million slayed. <laughs> All right, and probably this, like, Countess has been around long enough where she was pretty set in her ways, like, several hundred years ago. Exactly. You sort of, like, you know, all of these, like, you know, thousand-year-old, kind of, you kind of give them a pass for uh for some of the things that they say so like when, in exchange for you know a, an immortal like if uh, your if your grandpa says existence. something at thanksgiving that's a little off color yeah exactly you just sort wait of say, was grandpa uh, at the funeral yes of course so okay you're telling me you died yes everybody knew about it except me yeah you got to check your facebook account well i'm just no one thought to like Take any effort to get through the fog of quaaludes then, to at least try to inform me that my only brother was dead. Everyone, we people tried to inform you. Dan, you don't answer your phone. I was full of ludes. We <laughs> discussed this. You can't knock on a door. You can't send a like a letter or something. This wasn't my thing. I was dead. Yeah, Other I just people got, were throwing this party. I just got a flashy Facebook invite that popped up that said "funeral for Mike." Uh, Mom, <laughs> <laughs> she was in mourning, Dan. So wait, and then you just so you just sauntered in today to do the show and like didn't like didn't even think to mention like oh by the way only brother what? I am I was dead. And now I'm walking again. Well, honestly, how is it going to affect your life? We, I, I wanted to save it for the pod side. You are this an is interesting material. monster now. You no, think no, that's no. not going to affect hold on. my life? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, as much as it pains me to defend you, yeah. this is kind of like, this is kind of like, like, this is kind of like coming out in the LGBT community. Oh, come like, on. Like, he, 
he really needs to, for his own like mental development and his own peace of mind, be able to control the manner in which he tells everyone. It's really tough. And by the way, you're the first family member to know about this. What? Like everyone else, they knew that I was dead. That's an entirely societally acceptable thing to do. Yeah, I can't figure out. Still, I can't figure out why I saw a Facebook invite for funeral for Mike and assumed that it was a fake funeral and that you weren't dead in any way. <laughs> Yet from all those... didn't assume that you were a vampire. It was probably from all those fake funerals he pulled back in high school. Well, yeah, because he was constantly doing it. It was ridiculous. It was you... like, oh, say nice things about me or I'm going to kill myself for real this time. Yeah. I'm sorry that I have low self-esteem and there's only... Oh, I'm a listen. limited amount of things that you can do to get my asshole friends to be real for like one second. Okay, so oh, I'm going to listen to the Smiths and leave cryptic notes sitting around for people to find. That's probably if not you need me, I'll, If you need me, I'll be in my room with 1,400 candles lit. Whatever, you guys are assholes. Oh, I'm the asshole? Yeah, I'm the asshole? I'm the asshole? Yes. You, you're being jerks right you now. I've died. made a significant life transition, and all you guys funeral. can do is think about your own selves. And now you've hoisted the burden now of being the... What, do you, am I supposed to like keep this secret forever now? I can't even... like I have to act like I still think you're dead, which I never did when I'm with my our mother. Well, that's the beauty of this. You don't have to act like anything. What? Like, you never went to the funeral. People can just assume that you're crazy. I am clean now. Mad with lewds. I need need our family to respect that. Well, that's fine. You can be clean. So now I need to pretend that I am still a drug addict. No, 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 no. no. Think about it. Think about it. You just got clean. They don't want to send you into another spiral of drug abuse. They're not going to tell you that your your most beloved brother... He's dead. Your dad might want to send him into another spiral of drug abuse. Uh, I'm not entirely certain how funny your dad thought the last one was. <laughs> he would make some, like, he'd, he'd hang it over me for a few months and make, like, vague comments about, like, oh, it's too bad Mike couldn't be here tonight. Like, as if he's just, like, really busy. And then he'd try to throw it, lay it on me in a few months from now. In fairness, I am really busy at night nowadays. Oh. So what... So, what are you? Are you like an evil, sex crazed, flesh eater, flesh rending? Well, I'm not. I'm not sex crazed. <sighs> I mean, yeah, actually, you... that's that's one of the reasons that it's so like awkward to like try to tell family about this sort of thing. I mean, I, you know, I've pretty much. Uh, it, it's pretty much foregone conclusion that like I'm you know never going to start a family at this point. So no grandchildren for your parents, right? Exactly because you can't have sex, and Dan is the ugliest man in podcasting. <laughs> I could donate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they they wouldn't really be your parents' grandchildren. Then well, I could like I could send them a note and be like, hey, there's a kid out there. Here's well, I w- mean, like... So what are you? You're just gonna show up somewhere with a with a cup full of your own semen and and say, I would like you to consider these for an open adoption, please. What? No, I would go through the proper channels. What are the proper channels? The proper. For- Semen channels. Look, I yeah. listen. I needed a lot of di- creative ways to get lewd money over the years, so I know exactly where to go for that. See, this is this is like, I mean, I know that like you know, mom and dad are disappointed that like you know I died or whatever, mm. and like I've sort of like you know dropped out of the uh, you know whole uh, evolutionary like ladder without passing their genes on and whatnot. Aren't you like an apex predator now? Yeah, I'm pretty much top of the food chain at this point. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. So But like oh. what I'm saying is that like, you know, I, I'm still I'm still like an evolutionary dead end. Like it just ends with me. Except But it never can... ends. Well, uh, I mean that's another one of the like, you know, sort of downsides of the whole vampire thing. Like Vampires can't have vampire babies? No, vampires can't have vampire babies. Like, you know But wait, ev- so... everything everything down. Everything down in the bulge is just sort of for show now. So there's really no point to Twilight? Yeah. Well, I, you knew that that was, like, you know, a fictionalized account or whatever. It's Wait, what? Twilight Twilight is just, like, you know, <laughs> you know, it's trying to make, like, vampirism seem, like, you know, cooler to, like, you know, 
the you know meat populations like you know uh, well is that is that all we are to you now just walking sacks of meat well i mean no i thought one... the, i thought i thought the community called us breathers well no like listen to me talking i breathe like we're <laughs> i'm not giving you some sort of like uh, uh, i'm not going to like tell you that you're amazing for being able to have the ability to breathe wait but do you have to breathe because no, I don't have to. Because, I mean, that would be the shittiest immortality ever. I'm immortal, unless you put a plastic bag around <laughs> my face. No. Although, you know, I, you know, I'm so used to breathing, like, it. I, eventually I'll probably, like, you know, stop doing it, except specifically to talk. But, right. like, you know, for now, I'm so just... So you'll just of, exhale. Well, no. I mean, I'll, I'll still have to take in air in order to exhale Whatever. Air. Figure it out. Just drill a hole. Well, why would I do that? Because I don't know. You're, uh, dude, Dan. Why am, I've done a lot I of am research. The absolute height of beauty that I can attain now. Why mm. would I? Why would I destroy so wait, that? Wait, 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 what? wait. Let's bring this back to. Let's bring this back to the to the original purpose. Yeah. When you and I together uh-huh. decided that when I had this idea that you and I together decided we were going to do. Yeah. We, we were going to do it to help the show. I know it's helping the, to make the show sexier. That's what I don't happening. see how this is helping the show. Yeah, pissing off the co-hosts in two completely and almost insanely different ways what? is not very good at helping the show. I don't see. And honestly, what is wrong? You don't. We sound have sexy a vampire in here now. What, nothing has become sexier about this. Yeah, show. nothing what? has changed. We're I'm just inherently are... sexier because I am a vampire. I've attained amazing. Like vampire Dude, you don't seem charm. sexier to me. You and have a dangling, you, you have a dangling sack of worthless flesh between your legs now. What is sexy about that? Yeah, I think I think that's probably the trick is not giving that part away. No, that's the yeah, thing. You I think you became. It. I think you became a vampire for no reason. No, 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 no. It's fine. I am. I am exactly what women want right now. Like a somewhat femi, like attractive male, who. Is absolutely no threat to them sexually in reality. How is that different from when you were alive? Now I'm like attractive. Oh, I guess the sparkling is kind of. But a nice touch. I feel like you see. Do you see this hair? I feel like no you, conditioner in this hair. I feel like you it maybe just naturally does this. You now. may have. Wow, that is actually that is. Much, I mean, I grew up with you. I, your, what, your wait, wait, wait. Was okay, like, wait, wait a second. Watch this. Watch this. Yep. Notice that it is t- entirely breezeless in this room. Yep. Okay. What? Just watch the hair. It's it's, oh. it's turning into snakes. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the, uh, I, I haven't gotten the hang of this yet. Oh, hold on a second. Hold Christ. on a second. Let me let me try this again. <clears throat> oh, yep. Now it looks like you're playing uh, a guitar solo. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah, it's like right? you turned on one of those little fans. Here's, here's the deal, though. I don't. It's like a, it's like it's like a Zeppelin video or something. All of those. All of those tricks are great, but I yeah. think you may have done this wrong. I think you may have accidentally become the kind of like vampire that slowly turns into a hideous like that slowly turns into a hideous inhuman monster. Yeah, but uh, can you just can you just come back to your original youthful state by like killing people or something? No, no, I think it's I think it's like part of the deal is like your humanity slowly slips away until you become a essentially a feral killing machine, sort of a Nosferatu type. Well, I mean that's fine. Like, well, which no, but I you mean, guys will long since be dead by the time that process oh, like, nice. makes any effect. That's what? nice, really. That wasn't it's very tactful, Michael. I'm just saying. Don't rub it in. Now, oh, look, you guys. Like, can't you just be happy for me? Yeah, like, I'm really happy you died, ignored your brother, apparently somehow managed to turn my entire family against me. After being dead. How is the you family against you? They, no. You're the living son. Run with it. Ugh. No. And I can't be happy for you. This was what we were going to do together as a group. You just we said make... we should have vampires in the podcast. I got vampires in the podcast. Do you want we were me to gonna... get some vampire buddies to come in? Maybe I can do oh, that. Oh, so now, so now you have vampire friends? Yes. And by the way, they said that you guys would totally react this way. Do you guys just dress like really annoying goth kids at a rave? No, we dress like really awesome goth dudes at a rave. Uh-huh. But 
we're like we're like the absolute top of like the rave ladder. So is this is this why like a couple weeks ago you just suddenly started wearing top hats, or is that just a coincidence? Well, I mean the fact that it's a like purple velvet top hat, like yeah. Is that just to control your hair, like to keep it under wraps when you're not trying to use it? You know what? Sometimes, yeah, like you you just you don't really want to be noticed, so you just go out. In your full velvet suit with no shirt under your skin it. sparkles in the sun. <laughs> I can't, dude. I can't believe you did this. What? Dude, I did it you know for what? the no. show. No, I was trying to be okay with it because it's your new lifestyle and everything, and it's it's like your new life. But, but, dude, I don't even, I don't even know if we're friends anymore. You know, you know what? You know, what? no. What? No, what? no, no. What is your problem? No, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go. Go where? We can, we can talk about this later when you've had time whoa, to realize whoa, 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 what whoa, whoa, you did to me. Whoa, whoa, you're going to leave whoa, whoa. me. You you're going to leave about? me in an underground chamber with some freak. What? Some monster? You know what? What the hell? You know what? You maybe got... it would maybe it would be better if you just left. Yeah, go turn yeah, into a maybe it would. turn into maybe a I bat could... and fly out of the window we don't, why don't have. That is offensive. Why don't you turn into a butt? Yeah. Yeah. Burns just dumb. Can oh. you cause you can't turn into anything? I can turn into stuff. Apparently, he can turn into a backstabbing pussy. Yeah, no shit. And the worst brother in the world with no working genitals, I might add. Oh, yeah, that's true. You you do. Oh, gee. We do gee, need to that, remind you that you don't have working genitals. Although, how is that different from when he was alive, right? Oh! Yes. Uh, Suck it, vampire. Uh, hilarious. See what I did there? See what I did right there? You know what? Sucking blood is so much cooler than like anything that you guys' genitals will ever experience. Whatever. Are you? You're probably just like, dude. A, uh, actually, actually, my genitals have sucked blood. I don't even want that. To know doesn't how make that any works. sense. <laughs> it, I have no look, interest in that conversation. Look, you it's guys, a, it's a family thing. Okay, listen, listen. You're you probably guys, just like the vampire bats, and you just go and like suck up, suck on sleeping cows. You're not even badass about yeah, it. Yeah, why don't you suck a sleeping cow? Yeah, go suck a cow, Mike. I'm not gonna suck a cow. That's what you people do. That's not true. Yes, you do. Wait. You, Grab your cows and you cut them up into things and then you put them on buns and then you eat them. Nobody whatever. sucks a hamburger. <laughs> like that's just gross. Um, actually, I may have been doing it wrong. Nobody but Stephen <laughs> sucks hamburgers. Well, he's the example I was thinking of. Oh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to call you out like that. What yeah. if I let's stay focused on who we hate right yeah, now. No Dan. shit. What the hell, Mike? Shittiest vampire ever, Lyndon. I'm a beginner. It's totally understandable that I'm not all that great at it yet. You bet. You probably don't even have vampire friends. I bet they don't even want to hang out yeah. with you. That's why they you're totally... here. That's why you're here at night, the perfect time for hunting. Yeah, and and I sacrificed some of my hunting time to come here. You probably didn't. Yeah, you probably didn't even. You probably didn't even get like turned into a vampire by like some cool, like hip, chic Eastern European, like Euro trash vampire. Yeah, it was probably just some random dude that came up from his like vampire sewer haven. Do vampires live in sewers? I, I imagine it's dark. Maybe urban vampires. Yeah, yeah. like like the homeless ones. Sure. Well, My theory is that Mike is the handy, progeny like... of a homeless vampire. Oh yeah, I'm sure some dude. That what was... was the Countess's last name? Mike Chocula. Uh, no. The Chocula. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was yeah. good high five. Yeah, hi. That was we just did that. Yeah, yeah. It was really great. Yeah. No. The 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 Countess Antonio was <laughs> <laughs> What? Who how it's wait, it's, wait, wait, what? wait. Did, Are you a gay vampire? <laughs> Those terms don't even mean anything to me now. Like, yeah, it's wait, wait, wait. Word. Are you? Wait a second. There's, there's, we wait, really, hold there's on. Really have you? No gender involved in the vampire Stop. scene. Stop. Like, what? Have you tried? Have you tried going out in the sun since you became a vampire? Well, no. That would be suicide, or at least very unpleasant. I thought your skin have you, just sparkled. Have you tried eating? Well, food yeah, or? but like, if your skin if your skin sparkles, everyone knows that's a vampire thing now. And then all the vampire hunters would be all like, "Hey, have you're you, a vampire. Have you I'm gonna, tried? I'm gonna kick your ass and try to kill you right now." And I don't have quite as many amazing powers during the day. Oh, just not make to your hair wave beautifully. I'm sure they'll just want your autograph. Well, Wait. it keeps accidentally turning into snakes. Hey, have you? Have you actually have you actually tried eating food or achieving an erection or having sex? Because 
it's possible, and stay with me here, yeah. that you are, in fact, not a vampire, but instead made out with a drag queen named Antonio by a cemetery. What? that? That's ridiculous. How, like... Like, for one thing, I did spend, like, you know, two days mm-hmm. legally dead. Like... And, and who, who told you that you were legally dead? Well, no one really told me. Like, it was just sort of stuff that was happening around me that I was vaguely aware of, you know, while I was in my weird... Sleepy. While you were sleeping. Are you sure that... Yeah, did you have any, like, cocktails with the Countess before you turned... Well, I mean, I had to... Let the listener know I put turned in quotes. I had to, yeah. I had to drink the Countess's blood, obviously. You you need to, yeah, but you like, need to do an exchange how, how in was, order to how get How was this... that blood presented to you? Like, in what form did that come? Did it taste it like a, Mad Dog 2020? It was in a martini glass. Like, uh-huh. What color was it? What color was what? The blood. Uh, you know, reddish. Reddish? Yeah. Like cranberry flavoring reddish? <laughs> Well, uh, well, I mean, tomato like, juice mixed with something else reddish, <laughs> like like Mad Dog Twenty Twenty reddish, like, raspberry flavored. Look, Mad it was Dog a, it was a, it was a reddish like sort of soupy liquid. Okay, like, so here's what happened for the listeners. Uh, Mike, you guys want, get want, off of your high horses. Mike was Mike was in the middle of one of his. Uh, I'm just going to talk about how deep I think Morrissey is. Yep. But I'm only going to talk to these candles that I lit because no one wants to be around me moods. So he decided to go for a walk at night. He met a drag queen named Antonio somewhere near a cemetery. Mm. Who, Vampire. Who liquored him up with Boone's Farm, yep. made out with him, yep. and then sent him home thinking he was a vampire. Okay, you guys can believe whatever the hell you want. Like, I'm a vampire now. I know that in my heart. That's what's important. If you guys aren't going to recognize my vampireness, that's fine. We'll just continue on as though we were all just like stupid paltry mortals. Like, we're all, yeah, we're all just human beings. I just went out, hung out with some like fruity gothy people and then made out with a dude that's mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. you believe whatever you need to believe perfectly reasonable when i am out trying to find some way to get blood without getting arrested or something what you can't like hide in the shadows or oh like dan mystify dan, the police don't. i said i'm not very good at my vampire skills yet dan Ugh. don't encourage him look I, whether he is a vampire or not, somebody threw him a funeral, did not invite me, and I'm a little steamed. Well, maybe you should lay off the lewds. I have, lay, I have been laying off the lewds. I have been laid. I laid the lewds off. Well, maybe you ago. shouldn't have gotten on them in the first place. What were you thinking? I don't even know how you get quaaludes, aside from traveling back to the 70s. <laughs> yeah, do quaaludes even exist anymore? I don't know. There was a big bottle of them in the basement at Dad's house. <laughs> what? Wow. Anyways, let's, let's put a bow on this so we can stop talking about it. Yeah, I'm sick of talking about it. Oh, are you sick about talking about yourself? This has That's been, new. This, yeah, has been, you. this has been our new segment entitled... Mike is a fucking liar. One of the many ways... I don't really understand why all of these things need to have titles now, especially since I don't really care for that title. This, Let's just say not, that we have finished talking about this. We can just ignore it. We'll each believe what we choose to believe, and we will try to come back with some, with some peaceful, regular tete-a-tete that you have all come to expect from us. Respect Mm -mm. for everyone's life choices, whether it be doing totally out-of-date drugs or just being a dick in general or being a super awesome vampire. We will be back after this. I dread it's sunny day, so I'll meet you at the cemetery gates. Keats and Yates are on your side. I dread it's sunny day, so I'll meet you at the cemetery gates. Keats and Yates are on your side. Why? 
Welcome back to How Could This Show Be Bad? Woo! Hello. Hey, we're we're all we're all back. We're all getting along. We had a little group hug session at the uh, in the in the break there, and now uh, everybody is. Uh, everybody's we all feeling we all good. we all cried a little bit. You too, Mike. Yeah. Mike cried tears of blood, which may have been been because of the vampirism, yeah, or maybe. Because Dan punched him in both of his eyes, or right. like hepatitis or something. It's, it's, it's definitely possible that he has hepatitis. I can yeah. only—I mean, he does go around making out with random drag queens that he finds <laughs> right. by cemeteries. You guys, I assume we it's happening. We oh, were right, dropping right, right. this topic. Right. We're moving. On. I'm not. I'm not coming after you for like possibly sharing lewd hold needles on, or on, whatever. Hold on, you're not. You're not holding the talking sphere. You got to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We all not, we all realized we're not doing this. We no. we all realized, I think that uh, in order to not have infighting, mm-hmm. we needed to take a page from the book of all successful, like dystopian governments, and find an enemy from without to bring us together. Mm-hmm. Am I right, fellas? That is true. Uh, what? And that enemy is. Uh, soccer. <laughs> Wait, no, uh, no. I I'm I, saying we should make this. Let's let we had a half hour of like very personal, confrontational talk. Yeah. Now let's just let's just hang out and be dudes. Uh, talk like true. sports. All right. Talk like tech. All right. Let's do it. Talk like international politics. I'm down. Um, like and dudes I feel do. Like, yeah, I feel dude. like I feel like we could probably squeeze in all of those things. Let's start with sports. How could that possibly work? Let's start let's start with sports here because I mean as I'm sure Home you, run. I, as I'm sure you both know. Bunt. This is literally the most exciting time in the world of sports that I have seen in at least well, I don't know, 4 years-ish. I, this is an amazing time in the world of sports. It is World Cup time. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I was I was confused. I thought it had been. I thought it was already time for the Winter Olympics again. No, I thought you just meant like you know. <laughs> this is about my creepy obsession with athletes, <laughs> not your creepy obsession with athletes. I'm sorry. By the way, I, did it, did either of you see the uh, the Esquire cover with uh, with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Didier Drogba in their uh, in 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 their like boxer briefs in their country their national. Their country's flag boxer briefs. Okay. No. First. Them's is some ripped dudes. First, remind me who they are. What? Who is the designer of those boxer briefs? I imagine that uh, they designed them themselves. Or it's possible that Matthew Valbuena designed them. Matthew Valbuena, a substitute on... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. We're going to talk about this. <laughs> Matthew Valbuena, a substitute on the French national team who happens to play for Olympique Marseille. Uh, his Outfield. Club, he, plays his, he plays his club football. Or uh, soccer, as we call it in the Spider Room. The Spider Room is the other nation who right. calls it soccer. <laughs> um, right. He plays his club, club soccer for Olympic Marseille in France, and he also owns a designer underpants company. Wow, really? Yeah. No, he's like, every time they win a big match, he always ends up like getting really excited and stripping down to his like <laughs> boxer briefs. That's but such, it turns that's out like he's a just, shrewd business. Yeah, mode. it turns out that he's just advertising the boxer oh, brief. Wow. That uh, crafty motherfucker. I know, it's awesome. Like, who, like, he was probably sitting around with like his business manager or something like that, uh-huh. uh, thinking, like, what can, I, what can I own or endorse that will somehow be related to and come up in soccer, <laughs> but not look too obvious when I start. <laughs> Pimping it, I, he, like you, you don't want to be one of those like ex offensive linemen in American football, gridiron football. Um, you don't want to be the, one of those ex offensive linemen that uh, just like has used fly. that just has like used car lots for some reason. Dan, I don't know what you're talking. about. I'm trying to talk. No about, one knows. This, yeah, you're not this, even getting your baseball references I'm just, right. I'm trying to talk sports, dog. This is a this is an international podcast. Uh, it's true. We do have. We do have thousands, if but not millions, of listeners. We don't have any, outside we don't of the have confines any, of the Spider Room, right? But we don't have any Japanese listeners. None, or you know, uh, the uh, however many American listeners are still paying attention to baseball. Probably a decent number of Minnesotans right now. Mm. But I think the Twins are in first place. So yeah. yeah. And do, um, we, do we have any listeners in? But what I'm saying is, wait, have we ever established before that we live directly underneath Minnesota? 
Uh, yes. Well, we've uh, we've established that we live directly under many places. Yeah, because we okay. have to keep reading. But every time that we well, establish that we're drilled. under Minnesota, you ask that question. <laughs> really? <laughs> we're drilled deep into the permafrost right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We have to change if there's ever a collapse. So, or, or when uh, talking bears invade our uh, invade our our hole. I have no idea what you're right. Talking about. Or when we accidentally cause a massive sinkhole in the middle of a city. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> what country were we under when that happened? Was that Argentina? I think it was Argentina. I yeah. I think that happened in Canada too. That always happens but in, in a Canada. Smaller, dude. Like a smaller Dude, that happens. Well, yeah. that always happens because we, sinkholes, the land because of sinkholes. Don't, because we don't give a shit about Canada. Like I'll, I'll bury that entire nation with our t- moving spider. Does Canada care. play soccer? Dude, Canada, Canada plays soccer. They're not that good at it. They're not in the World Cup. No, no. they didn't. They didn't make the World Cup. See what I did there? You see how I brought it? Back? Let's talk. Yeah, yeah let's talk work. about the World Cup. Uh, like we're done talking about Matthew Valbuena's underpants. Uh huh. For, um, for now. For now. I'm gonna order some. I'm gonna find them online <laughs> and order them, and then I will wear my special Matthew Valbuena underpants. You're just falling right into his trap. Um. Yeah, because it's awesome. <laughs> it's an awesome, sexy, sexy trap. Uh-huh. Trap. Speaking of sexy. Speaking of sexy. <laughs> let's. <laughs> You can't just make a face at me and assume Let's that's go good radio. It's I didn't make a face. I specifically moved the microphone in front of me to make that face All at right. you. Sorry. Let's go. Let's go back to talking about sexy, sexy Didier Drogba and only one sexy Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo, too much flopping. Otherwise, he'd be much, much sexier. Is that a soccer term? Little from column A. <laughs> little from column B. Column B being on magazine covers in his underpants. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Uh, was but, it like a? You no, know, it's just like it's just like an Esquire cover. Okay, um, so it wasn't like a, one of those fancy pictures where you move it and there's animation. No, that would be awesome. I would have bought every copy on my local newsstand. Mm-hmm. Like, like, is there still such a thing as a newsstand? Not here, I don't think. But. Yeah, you could probably still find them in New York. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, everything exists in New York. Yes. Yeah. It's a all Pixies, in one unicorns. It, yeah. No. Right. I mean, it's. Some sort of omniverse. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. That's a term that actually makes sense there, I think. I think so. I think yeah. I have coined a term that makes sense. Okay. I coined it. So these. That's why they filmed sliders there, because you could find absolutely every parallel universe you needed right there. Just including the- one in which Jerry O'Connell can carry a television show. <laughs> right. Oh! Suck it, fat kid from Stand By Me. O'Connell, you just got. Oh, crap, Don. Oh! oh. I'll work on that. <laughs> Burns. No. Also, Indiana Jones' bearded friend. What? That dude. He was in that show. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> that man is a talented actor that will go take any role, okay? Yeah. I'm what? not... I didn't, I didn't make some sort of slam on him. I was just giving him a shout-out. He also exists in New York. Is he also in his underwear on a cover? No, no, no. This is about Didier Drogba, who is a... Let's get back to it. Perhaps the best striker in the world. That striker is a meaning, term. Yeah, the forward. The forward most attacking player that scores balls into the goal for our American audience. Um, that but he doesn't Dan. do it for our American audience. Well, I mean, sometimes he does. It depends upon, like, you know, if the World Cup is on. <laughs> the only time in which you can watch top flight international soccer on basic cable. Mm. Okay, so where, what are we talking about now? Yeah, the why, World Cup. Why are we talking about it? It's this? the World Cup. This right. is the biggest sporting event in the world by far and quite clearly the most interesting. It's already got a dude with his own underwear line mm. and... Two sexy dudes on the cover of Esquire magazine. That's pretty and good. You know Representing their nations with their packages. That is, yes. that is, I believe, that is what's called a sweep in athletic uh, cultural yes. popularity circles. But, but they nailed it. In order right. to make it even more sweepy. Fly it up the flagpole, <laughs> gentlemen. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. Huh? I don't <laughs> even know what that means. Because I got flag. Dick oh, I yeah. yeah. In order to make it more sweepy. Yep. The World Cup is Hi, sweepy. Is oh, not Jesus. <laughs> no, we are not bringing back your your much beloved character, <laughs> Baby Talk Michael. <laughs> um, maybe next season. He's both a gangster and a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, no, but what makes the World Cup the greatest sporting event in the world, and something that really transcends mm-hmm. a sporting event? Mm-hmm. It is bigger than any sporting event because. It succeeded in bringing North Korea to the world table. Yeah, that's right. North Korea made the World Cup 
for the first time since I believe 1966. Hmm. I think it was 1966 the last time North Korea. Maybe 1960. They've it's, been working on their soccer droids for that long? It's been f- nearly, if not exactly, 50 years since North Korea has been in the World Cup. And I don't even think they always try and qualify right. and, like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, normally, they might just be too paranoid to, to qualify sometimes. Sure. Right. But the the greatness the greatness of North Korea being in the World Cup is not limited to just their soccer playing acumen, mm-hmm. of which they have... A medium amount. Okay. Uh, it's actually, the greatness pretty much comes from the fact that they're fucking North Korea and therefore subject to the number one rule of anything that involves North Korea. North Korea's fucking crazy. Right. <laughs> so, so North Korea, the North Korean uh, head coach, the North Korean soccer team head coach, uh, claims that he communicates during the World Cup matches in real time. With the great leader, Kim Jong-il. Oh. On, on, and I shit you not, an invisible phone-like device. What? Given to the coach as a gift by Kim Jong-il himself. This is where I get excited. Where, okay. Yeah. Do they talk about see, the game? See, this World Cup is, I, and I, I really believe this. The, the media has been talking about it forever. Yeah. I really believe that this World Cup is the one that really brings in and attracts and cements soccer as a thing that Americans care about. I Mostly have, because of North Korea. I have, in the last 10 seconds, become more interested in soccer because yes. of what we're talking about. Invisible phones. Okay, first question. Are they like this? Is like during a like during a match that their North Korea is playing in? He's talking to yes. Kim Jong Il. Like they're, they're like switching. Yeah, like they did it about... all the way through qualifying uh-huh. apparently, and now they're doing it now. North Korea has only played at the time of this recording. Yes, right. Has only played one match. Okay, which they lost. Okay, <laughs> two to one. Well, maybe the coverage. I've heard South Africa has bad broadband, so maybe the invisible phone like had a weak signal. Yeah, it, I'm guessing it's a visible VoIP, invisible VoIP phone. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, uh, they lost two to one to Brazil, the number one ranked team in the world. Brazil, right? Only beat the worst ranked team in the world, North Korea, two to one. Mm. So, I mean, they do have some like. There might be something to this invisible phone tactic phoning in thing. So, are they? Well, how could I they think possibly, that they probably do so well aside from having what I can only assume is the expert advice of Kim Jong Il, the craziest. The man who shot 38 under par the first time he ever golfed. Right. right. So, okay. So, this, I mean, he, the coach is explicitly stating that really the true coach is the great leader. Yes. Like the, absolutely. Okay. And I imagine that they would have won if Kim Jong-il had actually been there instead of just phoning it in. Sure. So like, to speak. well, there might have been, literally. like, there might have been a slight delay in, like, his video feed of the game. I don't imagine that he needs a video feed Did to they, know what's going oh, on. Oh, he just, he, he, Request the heavens. If you have an, if you, you have the heavens to show him the man. If you if you have invented an invisible phone, that's true. I'm pretty sure there's video on that bitch. Yeah, you were watching. Yeah. You were watching like this game, right? Yeah, I watched like, it. Did they show the North Korean coach? <laughs> yeah. And was he? Oh my god! Was he doing? Please the, like, tell me. Was he, was he doing miming. like phone space work? No, um, no. But they they did flash over a couple of times to the bench, and there were just like four burly Korean dudes, like holding a holding like a really giant like uh, like KPR flag in front of where the coach was. Uh-huh. So maybe they didn't want people that can see the invisible, right. Western imperialists that can that <laughs> have developed the technology to see the invisible. Yeah. Well, you. I mean, you know that as soon as our government caught wind of the invisible phone, we're like, we got to figure out. We would steal oh that God. technology. Yeah. We would pretend to steal that pretend technology. Or, or at the very least, we'd be like, we have to figure out how to see that shit. Okay, I have to say. Just because like, it'd be like, it'd be like out of spite. You know? I could just totally, oh my God, that's amazing. Like Barack Obama collecting everybody. And, it, and let's say George W. Bush, because it's way funnier. Right. Uh, with George W. Bush collecting and everybody frankly, in the, like. More plausible, I think. Yeah. Collect, <laughs> collecting everybody in the, like, in the, like, uh, what's that thing called? The situation room. Mm-hmm. Not the one that Wolf Blitzer's in. The, the Blitzer list situation room. Which, well, he might have been invited. Well, I no, I feel like... Well, Will I, I mean, Am is still in there. Yeah, Will <laughs> I Am is, is being beamed in by, by hologram, yeah, hologram, of course. Of course. Gotta get in the... Uh this episode's Will I Am <laughs> is the most hated man in my mind. Segment. Will I Am, by the way, who uh, I don't, a lot of people didn't know this because they didn't televise the confirmation hearings. Mm-hmm. George W. Bush's uh, Joint Chief of Funk. Hey. Um, but uh, 
George W. Bush's Joint Chief of Funk was doing an ad to get Barack Obama in power? That yeah, is... because you he he wants to continue to be the nation's joint chief of funk. He picks the winning horse and he runs it. <laughs> um, Will I Am is both is both hated, annoying, and a whore. <laughs> We've established this, right? Okay. Uh, anyway, so can you just imagine George W. Bush in like in his Situation Room though with like his joint chief of staff? <laughs> we got we got to figure out how to see how to see that. That invisible phone technology. Yeah. Uh, I'll buy me. I'll buy a steak for the first man that that brings me an invisible phone. Every time I see that tiny little man just moving his lips on TV, I get so angry. <laughs> he he's he's mocking America with his technology that Americans can't see. Yeah, and you know, like that the night he found out, he like looked at one of his own. I'm sure hundreds of phones scattered <laughs> around everything that he touches, and just like shook his head and threw it to the ground. <laughs> Damn it. Why can everybody see you? That's right. What's wrong with American phones? Uh, that's my George Bush impression for everybody. Oh, is that what you're saying? Oh, I, I thought you were just, that was your storytelling voice. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my new email reading voice. Right. Is, oh, my God. That is my new email reading voice. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but that doesn't seem necessary. No. Nope. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess an email reading voice doesn't seem necessary in general this week. Wow. Yeah. We're not going to do emails this week. We we figured we'll take a break because you know what? We're tired of time to stew. Yeah, we're tired stew. of talking about shit that you tell us to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about shit we want to talk we're about. Back to North Back to North Korea at the World Cup. Right. Um the the invisible phone is not the only crazy portion of North Korea's appearance at the World Cup. Oh boy. First of all, I mean there's your regular like soccer blunders that you would expect from a nation that hasn't been in a World Cup in like 50 years. That doesn't sound interesting. Oh, <laughs> not at all. Yeah. They they're not interesting at all. Like the the head coach listed one of his players as a goalie instead of a forward. So now he has to play goalie. <laughs> now he has to play goalie if he's going to play at all. Sports so it is, joke. It is kind of it's not even a joke, but it's kind of interesting because I'm going to I'm going to make fun of this guy now. This guy worked his whole life. Like he literally this is North Korea, so he literally probably got pulled out of school at the age of 4 yep. and trained to be a soccer striker. And that's all he's done his entire life. And he will only Maybe some maybe some coal mining on the side. Yeah, there might be some coal <laughs> mining and possibly some kidnapping Japanese people. Right. Sure. But uh but uh anyways, so he uh he's trained for this his whole life and he will only be in his window of physical fitness, top peak conditioned athlete for a few years. World Cup only happens every four years. This guy is not going to be ready to go in four years again. Literally, the thing that he has trained his whole life to do, out the window, because the coach put G next to his name instead of F. So he might as well have just written Black Lung next to his name. Yeah, exactly. That is the life he will lead. I like, the, I like the theory that for some reason North Korea is so concerned about their soccer players being top physical athletes mm. that they take them out of school at the age of four, but then take the runningest sport in the world and make them mine for coal and get them black lung. I also like the idea that in your mind, like, every citizen of the nation is on the list of, like, sports people and like <laughs> <laughs> you you put you put the uh you put the soccer positions down right. and then everyone else just list all of the things that they do for the nation that yeah. supports said sports team well they have that's to kind i of mean a yeah. beautiful vision actually that's communism and that is that is the that is the great leader's glorious vision of how north korea will win the world cup in addition to that uh, other portions of his like of his glorious vision he only apparently according to the head coach the glorious leader the great leader yeah. kim jong il would only allow one member of the north korean team to promise to score in every match um everybody else was encouraged to and in fact expected to because i think kim jong il was pretty convinced that they would win 20 to 1 every right. every match <laughs> well that's because he was speaking on his invisible phone to kim il sung who basically, like, you know... Oh, wait a second. This is something Dan knows about. Oh, I'm sorry. It, I'm sorry that that I have actually read the internet a couple of times since 19... Whenever I started paying attention to Keep going to with the, the joke. Keep going with the joke. Kim Il-sung, who is the real... I mean, if you really pay attention to North Korea, Kim Il-sung is the true coach and, I guess coal mining expert <laughs> or yes. list 
world's, world's foremost coal mining and list expert, my Kim point Il-sun. is there is a hierarchy of invisible phones. Is basically wait, is what it, I'm trying to say. Wait, is that a thing though? Does like Kim Jong Il have an invisible phone that he talks to Kim Il Sun on? Well, I assume that if North Korea has developed invisible phone technology. Oh, okay. All right. I was wondering if this invisible phone thing was like a North Korean meme that I was just unaware of. No, I'm just saying that since. Kim Il-sung is technically still in charge of the country, right. then they've probably developed some way to get his ideas for the soccer strategy. He's dead, though, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I believe official. I believe the official statement is that he is dead, but he is still in charge of the country. <laughs> okay, so he's doing a bang-up job. Yeah, I mean, I think... The, basically I mean, what the I'm country saying, still exists? Basically what I'm saying is it's the most successful ghost administration in possibly the history of human civilization. Well, unless you count the lizard people that secretly run America. Are they run by ghosts? Ghost lizards? Holy shit. Well, I, no. When he, oh, uh, you meant literal ghosts. <laughs> I thought you meant like ghost administration. Like, <laughs> like something is ghost written. Right. Yeah. No. no I meant, okay, I meant, you meant literal ghosts. I meant like an actual ghost. Well, what about Casperstania? Ugh. <laughs> I am not justifying that statement. Why did that end with Stania? (laughs) Shit. I I should have probably gone with with Casperbania. Sounds a lot more friendly. Or Casperdonia. Oh. Oh. Or Cappadonia. What? (laughs) That's a... that's uh, when the Wu-Tang Clan dies and becomes ghosts. They will be friendly and run nations. (laughs) Oh, all right. Um, One of them will be Cappadonia. Okay. Mike knows that because he could apparently travel through time as part of his vampire what, powers. What country do you think ODB is running right now? Uh, I like to think that uh, <laughs> I like to think Kim Il Sung has an invisible phone. Oh, dirty bastard! My my favorite part about this North Korea and the World Cup thing, though, is that explains a lot. Actually, <laughs> yeah. that that actually explains everything. <laughs> North Korea North Korea will give up will give up their uh, nuclear program in exchange for three extra welfare checks every month. <laughs> Not, the ODB was convicted of welfare fraud oh. after making millions of dollars. I thought that was common knowledge. Nope. <laughs> um, that is less common knowledge than I thought it was. <laughs> well, we have established that I know nothing. So, uh, Except for about rappers from the 90s. Oh, that's true. Right. I guess I had a pretty good <laughs> shot with that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then I know nothing about rappers from the 90s, which is why I was the one to bring up all of that uh, Wu-Tang stuff. Yeah. yeah, stop breaking character, you two. <laughs> what? My, let's get back to this, though. My favorite part... I was talking to Dan through an invisible phone. Ah, my favorite part of North Korea and the World Cup oh. is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of North Korea and the World Cup, though, is their supporters. You know, every nation on the planet sends, like, rabid soccer supporters yeah, to, like, yeah, paint yeah, their yeah. faces and dance and shit like that. Right. right. And um, white people. But... And what? Use a rabbit. Bite people. Never yeah. Mind. Uh. But no, but they, the nations don't literally send them. They yeah. decide to go to support their team. Right. No, North Korea handpicked some and literally flew them in yeah. and is putting them up. But they were afraid that they would defect. Yes. So they're actually well paid Chinese actors pretending <laughs> to be North Koreans <laughs> that go and just have a party in the stands every time North Korea plays. That <laughs> is a sweet gig. Yeah. It's an <laughs> awesome gig and the the best part is is like like the same news outlets that reported that these are like actors yeah. like chinese actors yeah are also like you know doing their we talked to fans to see how they thought the match thing went right. and interviewing them as if they were north koreans huh so like so they're playing the game so they're like they're like yeah they're playing along with it <laughs> maybe maybe they're getting a cut or something. They're going to cut us some of that sweet DPRK cash. That's Maybe so they're just hoping to get in on some like sweet like Borat action or, or something. Like they're just, like, they're just yeah. waiting for another like improvised character segment to like rocket them into a. So you think you think that, you think that Kim Jong Il just wants to be the next Sasha Baron Cohen? <laughs> That's what this is all about. Yeah. That's why he sent the team to the World Cup. <laughs> That's why he allowed them to qualify for the World Cup. Because right. <laughs> I imagine his theory is that every year, every every time they don't qualify for the World Cup, like it. it's because he didn't want them. to. Well, yeah. I mean, he would rather just like nap. 
instead yeah. of have to instead of have to call his coach on an invisible phone somewhere else in the world. Yeah, he's busy. He's a busy man. He's busy. He's busy not only driving golf balls seven hundred yards, right. which for those that don't know anything about golf, Dan is a long way. I know that's a long. That's a long way. Just in general, like you don't have to seven, qualify seven that. tenths of a kilometer for right. those of you that don't know anything about the metric system, Dan, or people who don't like soccer. <laughs> What? Because I would say that that's pretty much a, a solid overlap right there. Thank people you. who don't know the metric system and people who don't care about soccer. Yeah, the the Venn hole on that one would be significant. You're correct. Nobody <laughs> says Venn hole. <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone just said it, uh, Dan. Uh, Besides, we've determined you don't know anything about anything. There, that could be common locution. There may be a 90s rapper who rapped about math. You don't know. Um. Yeah, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Did he drive about Venn diagrams? I imagine he, he did. He probably mentioned it once or twice. Like, yeah. I will go back. I will search the term Venn hole in my music library <laughs> and see what comes up. Wait, do you have a do you have like a music library that has all the lyrics listed out? I have an invisible computer <laughs> that has all of the Wait, lyrics. are you a secret communist spy? <laughs> That's going to make this next segment difficult for you. Because I am now introducing our new segment, which I like to call One-Upping North Korea. Oh, wow. Um, that could have worked. Here's what we do in One Up in North Korea. We tell you a little bit about. Didn't we already do that by creating an invisible computer? That's way better than an invisible phone. Well, that, yeah, but that, that was my point. You can it's only like, search rap lyrics on it. I mean, is that better? <laughs> it's like so. It's like a speak and spell, but only for rap lyrics from the '90s. Yeah. Are, does it have like? Is it like voice controlled? Yeah. Like I, if I'm like, if I could say like, look up Manisha. Uh huh. Then it would cycle through. And so basically you have to use I'm like... I'm totally glad you brought that back. <laughs> Thank you. You have to uh, you have to use like the like blind access version of everything. So like when when you get information, it's going to, you know, have to read it to you and read hyperlink. No, 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 no. What happens is I ask a question. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that in day-to-day conversation. <laughs> That's my biggest beef with daily conversation anyways is that there's no hyperlinks. So if I just say hyperlink and then like read a url i imagine that by the time i'm done reading the url people have pulled out their smartphones and typed it in you know i was going to go against what you're saying but you actually have made a very good point yeah yeah because people with smartphones would do that that is exactly what they would do so anyways those people that's right that like was, me yeah whatever steven montenegro smartphone owner hmm. suck it lindens Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I don't like that at all. So, in addition to our new segment, One-Upping the Lindens, hey. I, I'm also going back to the new segment, One-Upping North Korea. All right. So, we, we've we already quickly one-up North Korea when you invented the visible invisible computer that... Yeah. that oh, uh, but if we one-up even more the visible computer, that would be way more functional. You yeah, could you probably could do more the, than just look up rap you, lyrics. You could with see it. where the keys were, and you could like read the screen and stuff like that. Yeah, but the, so America has we just fact, lapped North Korea. <laughs> America has lapped North Korea, but in order to one up North Korea on this sending actors to uh, sending actors to to the World Cup to uh-huh. pretend to be fans. Yep, I am now promising that the cast of How Could This Show Be Bad will will attend every match of. The uh, 2014 World Cup, mm. not inside the matches, though, and not pretending to be fans of any nation, but as actual fans of a nation that is not allowed into the World Cup. We will, in fact, attend every match, stand out in front of the stadium, dressed as spiders, <laughs> and protest the exclusion of the spider room from World Cup qualifying. Wow. And we will only allow... One of our fans to promise to score a goal in every game that he's in. That is true. Right. And in fact, no, we'll allow two of our two of our fans to promise to score two goals in every game that they are in. Yeah. Right. We're one up in North Korea. You have been one upped. Uh, one up. You got a one up to get up. Keep going and go up. This is good to one up. 
a North Korean. All right, you you drop up. No, you drop the ball. It's just stop. One. Just stop. We're just gonna re- we're just gonna replace this with the sound of when you get the green mushroom. See, that's what Super I was Mario trying to Brothers. remember, and then try to figure out how to vocally recreate that, like that, that's, but only very no, high pitched. That was uh, not. I, it I at think all. that was a loon or the. Sound. <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot. Did did you did you guys know that that I was one of the world's most talented loon callers? I did not know that. I think that's a future segment, really. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't want to spoil it. <laughs> yeah, let, that's that's season eighteen material right there. Yeah, that is that is that's pretty advanced material. Yeah. That's just a little taste. Yeah, right. there so, you, there we taste. go. Now we have now we have our cliffhanger to keep people going for two more seasons right. at least. Loon enthusiasts, <laughs> keep keep your fingers crossed. Yeah. So we've all learned things about ourselves today. Yep. We've all learned that it's better. Not to examine your personal relationships because that only causes strife. Mm-hmm. It's better to just talk about, you know, external things that don't affect your life in any way and probably don't exist. And then you will be a happier, possibly wealthier you. That's my message to you all, listeners. Don't talk about anything of substance ever in any of your lives. Good night. Really, that's it. <laughs>